emotional regulation of your children. How do you foster emotional development in your child? What's emotional literacy and the importance of emotions? I don't know if you've ever watched your child get frustrated at their inability to, to perform a task or express themselves. I have on the odd occasion. My daughter's becoming wonderfully good at art. And she's particularly good at some forms of uh, sort of gymnastics. We sh- she saw some acrobats uh, a while ago, and she's been very good at trampolining, things like that. But there are little things where she almost, in my mind, convinces herself that she can't do it. So how do you teach a child to manage their emotions and not break down if they can't do it? Well, Dr. Kate Sofronoff is from the Triple P Positive Parenting Program. Kate, thanks for coming in once again. You're very welcome, Steve. The usual response to a tantrum or outburst is to chide a child for being naughty or cheeky. What are we misunderstanding when they do that? Sometimes what we're misunderstanding is what it feels like from the child's perspective. So sometimes um, what we're doing is we've grown so so far away from being children ourselves, we're thinking that our children really ought to be able to manage their emotions, they really ought to be able to behave appropriately in every situation. Um, and I guess what we need to be able to do is to take a step back and think, so what is this like for my child and what can I do to help? And, and oftentimes if we can catch something early if we can see when a child is a little bit worried before they get completely anxious um, or a little bit frustrated before they go into the tantrum then we can kind of intervene and even name the emotion say gee it's you know it's tough when you can't do that isn't it Um, let's see what we can do to sort that out so as well as teaching the child then to recognize the emotion um, we can move them a little way towards problem solving it as well. Okay, I'm hearing and I'm thinking, but in my head I say as a parent, now hang on darling, there's nothing you can't do, give it another go. So I I push them, (laughs) which is probably, I'm not really listening to her, I guess. Well, I mean, you can say you push them or you can say you're you're encouraging her to give it another go. I'm trying to encourage. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to encourage. So, I mean, I guess if you know that the child is able to do an activity and and really what they need to to do is just slow down a bit and and take it easy and they'll get it, then that kind of encouragement uh, is going to be effective. If it's something that they're really struggling with, though, um, so if it's something like they're scared about something, they're they're worried about what's going to happen... um, we can talk that through with them as well. And we can also model for our kids how we manage those sorts of emotions. Now, sometimes our kids can't even label the emotion for themselves, all right? So that's one of the first They don't know how to describe it, yeah, okay. They don't know how to describe it. And if we don't talk about it, um, they're not going to learn how to describe it. What's going on inside the brain of a child when something doesn't go their way? When something doesn't go their way... Um, oftentimes what's happening is they don't understand why they can't do this and it then then sort of becomes out of their control. And for little kids, once they lose control, that's when we're going to see the tempers and the crying and that's what we expect with infants, for example. And what we're trying to do very slowly as they they grow up is, is to teach them that, in fact, you can manage 
some of these feelings. Um, and over time, you'll get better at it. So it's a, you can teach them emotion management or it's like a skill training thing. You can teach them how to deal with this. You can, and you can do it, you can do it by, by playing games with them so that they can recognise emotions. Because, of course, before you can control an emotion, you need to be able to recognise what it is. So I should ask, uh, in the case of my poor daughter, who's always used the subject matter, what are you feeling at the moment or something like that? Or can you well, describe to me what you're feeling? That might be a little bit abstract. Okay. Okay. So, so that there are games. I mean, there are games that you can play with puppets, with happy faces and sad faces, and angry faces, and and grumpy, frustrated faces, um, and get and get the child to kind of um, indicate which one of those is closest to what they're feeling. Because okay. often small children are going to be more visual in their in their understanding of things than they are verbal, and the verbal will come will come second to the visual. And then if you're feeling frustrated, what are, the, what are some of the things that you can do to kind of cope with that? Okay. My guest is Dr. Kate Sofronoff from the Triple P Positive Parenting Program. My name's Steve Austin, and this is 612 ABC Brisbane. Should you discipline a child for tantrums, for throwing a tantrum? Well, throwing a tantrum is a behaviour that we don't want to see. So, in fact, what we what we would want parents to be doing is to recognise that this is a behaviour that we don't want to encourage. And so, yes, we will be using assertive discipline in order to make sure that that, that behaviour doesn't get a positive reaction, so it doesn't get reinforced. What is that? What's, what's assertive correct, uh, correction, Kate? Okay, so <laughs> a, a, assertive, assertive correction is going to be something like moving the child um, away to, a, to a, a quiet place. Now, that might be inside the room. You might So you go might, to your room? No, you might say to the child, um, let's just, you're going to sit quietly here for, for two minutes, um, and then okay. when the child sits quietly for two minutes, you will then bring them back into the same situation where they were getting frustrated and, and try and move them through that very quickly. Okay. So give them a, what, that really do, what, what that is really doing is giving them a chance to settle down and breathe a bit. It's giving them a, ch- a chance to settle down. It's also giving the parent a, ch- a chance to settle down and stay calm <laughs> so that the parent also doesn't, doesn't go into tantrum mode. <laughs> and um, start yelling. And start yelling. So, so that then... Most importantly, though, the child has the opportunity to go back to that situation, to close it off very quickly and to go on to something pleasant. My guess is Kate Sofronoff. So then um, I want to teach my child to control their emotions, really, aren't I? I guess I'm helping them grow up. You are helping them grow up. It's what it, it, I mean... What we're, what we're hoping for our children is that they will socialise well, that they will get on well with other people, that they will be able to go into new situations without being too frightened of that. Now, we're all a little bit apprehensive about going into new situations, but we've learnt to kind of control that. You know, I was apprehensive about coming here to talk to you on radio. I've learnt to control that and, and, and get, get over, get over my fear. Were you really scared, were you? <laughs> so we're wanting the same for our children. Yeah. So this, this ability to regulate your emotions and not to, not to be too frightened, not to be too aggressive, um, is really important when it comes to our kids getting on with other people, having relationships, you know, with teachers, with peers, with um, other people that they meet. Uh, and, and not being frightened of, of lots of things out in the world. You know, it, I think what's pressing my buttons with my, with my daughter is that I recognise her frustrations in, as being a mirror of me. When, particularly when I was younger, I had certain frustrations, still do. Yes. 
And so I see her doing what I used to do and go, oh, no. So I want to try and get her out of that or get her away from that. And that's, I, I then tend to overcorrect, you know, become too hard almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying, you know, give it another go. No, don't give up. Give it another go uh, and push like almost one of those annoying, you know, success paranoid parents of, you know, and, I, and often parents well, I seem to react out of my own fears rather than listening to her. And a lot of parents will do that and, and, and a lot of parents will try to save their children from making mistakes, from getting it wrong, from get, getting frustrated. And, and in fact, we can't save our children from making mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to get things wrong. Um, but we can help them to, to work through some of, those, some of those issues. And so when you, when you see a child struggling with something and you see that the child is starting to get frustrated, uh, that, that's a good time to kind of offer a helping hand. Now, what we don't want is for the parent to move in and take over because then the child They're feels, They're not developing well, anything. That's right. Well, I couldn't do it anyway. <laughs> yes. But just to give a few prompts about, well, if you try this or you try that or just take a few deep breaths or maybe leave it for a while and come back later. Um, you know, showing them how, how we problem-solve these things so that they don't get out of hand. That's pretty clear. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Dr Kate Sofronoff from the Triple P Positive Parenting Program.